Scott Hansen. Oh shit, we're already recording. I didn't even know we were. Yeah, we're recording now. I Episode you were, thirteen. Like, I thought you were struggling to like come up with some words to say. I guess fuck. I, I was. Guess. I was. I was struggling coming up with an intro. So well, I guess but, since uh, Bull, I guess since Bull happened to lose a couple brain cells this weekend, I guess I'll just do it. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> I believe we're now on a uh, going into week thirteen, episode thirteen, the Rub and Tubs podcast. Appreciate you if you're going to be rubbing and tubbing along with us this week. <laughs> this week, I guess we got none other than George West Bowden. Or as I like to call him, Mike Elko's agent. How you doing today, big boy? I haven't seen you in a minute. I'm great, man. How are y'all doing? Doing good. Thanks for joining us, man. It's uh, I've heard a lot about you, but I haven't met you, so it's a pleasure to meet you uh, over over the pond. Likewise, likewise. Dude, yeah, Jim was uh, he was one of the guys. He uh. I know he visited TCU at one point, but it was like during my freshman year before you would have gotten TCU Cole. Mm. And then the guy just hated it so much he never wanted to come back. So <laughs> this was this. <laughs> I Did you I... never come back to visit? No, I did a couple times. I mean I live up here. Nah, dude. Well okay. the thing was it was that weekend was too dangerous for all of us and kinda of, kinda of just like scarred everyone from coming back. I don't think I ever drank four locos again after that weekend. <laughs> did you just drink four locos? The famous yeah, Four Loko video. I was 19 years old, dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, we didn't have a choice. I, Dude, I literally remember we had to, you know that 7-Eleven that's over by, like, on Barry Cole? I remember, yeah. like, the two of us had to walk from P.E. Clark there. wearing. A, I was wearing a fucking backpack, went and bought, like, a 30 rack and, like, three Four Locos, put them in this backpack, and just came back like no one's business. Like, it was the sketchy... <laughs> I think it was like the sketchiest looking like little like couple of freshmen like ever. But anyways, yeah, that was quite the weekend. Quite the weekend. I just uh, if you know, you know. Whenever I think about Four Locos, I think about Chase on prom night. Dude, I don't fucking remember that shit. No, no, <laughs> talking about uh, no prom night, no grad <laughs> night. Oh yes, it was grad night. Yep, oh. it was grad night. No, dude, I was so fucked up. I've never seen someone so just obliterated in my entire life as I saw Chase. Yeah, I took my fucking shirt off. I was just dabbing up everybody. <laughs> then I, remember I broke that fucking vase and she called the cops? Yeah, he broke, he broke someone's vase, or the, the girl's vase in her house. Yeah. And he was the reason, she called the cops on her own house. You broke her vase? She started broking, breaking vases inside her house. Yeah. Well, I was, I was like a, Pretty good prom night to me. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. I, I was broke her face. A vase, like no, no V. V is in oh, Victor. Dude, I thought you were saying he broke her face. I was like, holy shit, dude. I was like, where? How are you not like in jail or did not go to jail or something? Okay, hold on. I'm gonna try to get my computer. <laughs> oh god. You sit in the closet. Where Where do you guys want to start? I know there's a. Chase is getting bozo points for this. Yeah, sorry, Chase. Is that root beer? Mm-mm. It is a uh, Christmas ale from Breckenridge Brewery. Oh, nice. Breckenridge gives us good memories, boys. It's where I, where I had my bachelor party. <laughs> you want to share your favorite part of your bachelor party, or no, <laughs> no, just hanging out? I don't know if we can go back. Uh, yeah, I don't remember. I don't. I don't I remember can, how yeah. Half we're, probably banned. we're probably banned from a few places. <laughs> probably. 
Well, anyways, uh, getting into some actual like football, where where do you guys want to start? I know Cole, you had you guys had a close game that you guys escaped. Um, a And M, I believe you guys beat the crap out of ACU or somebody a week after yeah, Fire and Jimbo. UCLA, Chase, you guys, yeah. you guys won the you. My dude is lagging out. Guy, you are lagging, Chase. All right, Cole, oh, just get, start us out. Talk. Right. I, want, I want to hear a little bit. I'll, uh, yeah, I'll I want to hear a little, little bit about from OU. Cole. Um, OU looked mediocre again. Uh, we go through like phases of just inconsistency where we look really good one week and then the next week we're just back to old habits. It's getting so frustrating. I will say this though, like I get CFP is out of reach. Obviously, that was out of reach after our second loss. It's looking really slim. Like we're gonna have a chance at making the Big Twelve title. Uh, we need Oklahoma State to lose, or we need Texas to lose, and those two things are just you know looking less and less likely. Um, oh, we need Kansas State to lose possibly. If Texas loses, then we're in. But like we need we need a lot to go our way. Um yeah, so it's uh just looking back now, I mean, obviously it's an improvement from last year. So I'm happy about that. We go from, you know, uh 6 and 7 if we win on Saturday, we have a 10 win season. I think that's a dub in our book. Uh you know, 10 and 2 off of the season that we had last year. We'll have a good bowl game. Um Maybe we'll get lucky and play USC in the Alamo Bowl. That'd be fun to watch. Um, I think that Oklahoma would come out like headhunting in that game, if I'm being honest. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I'm. I get like a you know, not not much is gonna happen. I'm just looking forward to hopefully a bowl win. Now at this point, um, hopefully we can get a bowl win, and I'm I'm happy with eleven and two if that's how we end. Dude, I, I know we talked about this in the summer um, and GW, just so like you have a little bit of context, but in regards to Oklahoma, what we had talked about was we thought they were going to be decent, but I think the scenario that we talked about, Cole, where Oklahoma doesn't have to be that good to get to 10 wins, yeah. like it's playing out, like that's pretty much what's playing out just because the rest of the conference looks kind of subpar. Um and the schedule was kind of favorable. So I think it was just that scenario that played out. But, yeah, I don't know. Well, I mean, the other thing about that, though, is, like, we haven't had to be that much better to go 10-2. and two. And the frustrating thing is is that we've had, like, these really, really, really great moments where we've looked like a top-five team in the country, like against Texas, like we did against West Virginia, like we did against Iowa State. Um, looks just like a dominant football team. And then you just kind of regress into old habits. But hopefully year three of Brent Venables will continue to make another big stride. And if it makes a a big stride towards, you know, more consistency on both sides of the ball, I think Oklahoma could be really good next year. I mean, I expect them to be really good, a, you know, 9-10 win team looking to make a, a college football playoff every single year. So well, I think that we'll see that going forward. Well, I, I have a question. Uh, that that schedule's been released already, hasn't it? Mm -hmm. Who is Oklahoma playing in the SEC? Uh, I think we have Bama this year. 
Um, I think that that game is in Norman, so that'll be cool. Uh, I'd have to pull it up. I won't harp on it too long right now, but obviously it's a much tougher schedule than we had this year. Um, but again, like I said, like if we make a large jump next year, like we did this year, going from six and seven to possibly ten and two, eleven and two with a bowl win, and you know we make that same kind of jump into year three with Brent Venables, I'm not worried at all. We also have fantastic recruiting class this year, looking like it's going to be a top five finish again. We have, I believe, the number two or number three class in 2025 right now. So, I mean, I'm not worried. I'm not worried. What is, about what is, what is Oklahoma playing A&M? Oh, not next year. I don't think it's next year either. It's not. All I just of, pulled up the schedule. It's a, it's quite a jump from from what y'all had this year. But I'm oh, interested. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? My back. Auburn, LSU, Missouri, Alabama, South Carolina, Tennessee, Ole Miss. Oh. Yeah. Back to back to back to back to back. Dude, yeah. I, I I guess we'll have to see how you guys, like, develop in the offseason and, like, if you guys pick up any portal additions. I, 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 I don't even want to make any predictions, like, this far out for, like, 2024 for anybody. Uh, much less like a team going into a new conference, but that is going to be a tough, tough schedule. GW, who's A&M playing in year one of whoever the new head coach is going to be? Uh, you know, I haven't really looked at it, but I know we played Texas in College Station. That'll be a fun one. Um, most definitely we'll be going to that game, but uh, I don't know. I don't know who we drop off from our, our normal schedule. I think LSU and Texas are full-time opponents, but um, uh, we play Notre Dame next year. Oh, fuck. That's tough. I know that. Emilio's Emilio's pumped up for that one. <laughs> Emilio's he, pumped up for every game. I like that Notre guy. Dame. He's either pumped up or mauled. Uh, yeah, what? I mean. Mauled. I have no idea what you're saying. Well, look it up. I, I can't Florida. help. You're... We've got Florida next year. We've got Missouri. And then no Alabama? Interesting. Hmm. We do not play Alabama next year. Well, well now I kind of – I, sorry, go ahead, Cole. You go no, first. No, no, go ahead. No, I was I was going to segue into another thing. I wanted to segue since we were talking about A&M a little bit, and we have GW on now. I wanted to kind of get his thoughts on the hunt for a new head coach. The uh, I guess like post Jimbo Fisher era. Like I'm kind of I'm kind of interested to see like what direction A and M will go into because I've been saying it for a couple of weeks now that I think that's a program that maybe is just one head coach, like one good head coach, and maybe like one or two good staff additions from being like pretty damn good in the SEC, in my opinion. Because I mean the it's the same deal as Texas, bro. Like, there's no shortage of talent, but it's just putting all all the pieces together. And I kind of want to, I kind of want to get your insight, GW, into what you want to happen, what you don't want to happen, like who you think you they should be eyeballing, in your opinion. I don't know. I kind of just want to get your thoughts on that whole situation, dude. I mean, there's a lot more qualified people making those decisions than me. I'm honestly just excited to see who we pick up, you know? Uh, 
I mean, like you said, the resources are there. We've got some of the best facilities in the country. The talent is there, but we've just been we've been stuck in neutral, dude. I mean, eight and four, eight and four, eight and four. Last year we win five games. We make a scare at the playoff in COVID time, but I mean, yeah, it's it's time. It's super you know, inconsistent. Like, no doubt. I mean, we've we've got a Bentley sitting in the driveway. We just need to find somebody to drive it. You know. <laughs> I mean, plain and simple. Uh, I'm excited to see who we hire. I think the announcement is going to be soon because I think we want to get someone on campus before the portal opens on the 4th, I believe. So I don't know. I, I'm optimistic. I'm, I'm ready for a change, but mm -hmm. I don't want to say too much, but I'm excited. I, I'm stoked. I, I think that A&M's issue has been like, inside the program i think that's been like a, a mentality issue and i think that whoever they hire next like they just need to give them the reins to you know to the program because as of right now i feel like the past several coaches that a&m has had and maybe i'm wrong like gw you can chime in but it's been like you're the head coach but at the end of the day like us the board of directors like the fat like the the boosters like we own you we, we control what all what you guys do, like what you put on the field. And I feel like that's the wrong mentality you have to have. Um, like it's all about money over there. There's no like – there's no cult – I don't know what the culture is at A&M. Like it just feels like a cult amongst the student body. And then the football team just feels like it's a completely different entity that's like run by aliens. Does that make any sense? Uh, I mean I get where you're coming from. I don't know. I hear the cult I, thing all the time. A lot of people say that. Uh, I'm not going to get into that too much, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, like Louise said, we're one head coach away, the right head coach away from being really dangerous and dominant like we were in the 90s before any of Elko. us were really. Do what? I think it's Elko. I think that's what you need to get. Maybe. Elko's building a mansion on the East Coast right now. I don't think. I don't think he's going anywhere, but I'm well, sure they're sucks. interviewing him. I don't know. Well, dude, shit. That's the thing, though, is like when you have that much money and a program gives you a fat check that, let's say, like whatever whatever A&M were to give Elko, you know it would be pretty fat. So, like, that's no issue. He could still keep his mansion on the East Coast and then just build another house. I think, I think the, new, the new contract or whatever, it's going to be heavily – incentive based it's not going to be some 10 year 100 million dollar contract we're not doing that again no um, way you can do that i mean yeah it's not it's not going to mm -hmm. happen um i think it's definitely going to be heavily if you win a championship you're going to get paid like a championship quarterback if you win the west if you make it to a new year six anything like that there's going to be incentives there it's not yeah. going to be here's your blank national championship plaque fill it in anything silly like that so i'm excited like i said i for as long as i've been alive we've been mediocre at best and uh i'm ready for a change Big i thought you i want to be good well, well now that uh now that we got chase finally back up here i want to i want to hear him talk about uh sc 
Never mind, he's frozen, isn't he? <laughs> It's fucking Jays, dude. Uh, okay, this well, is... I, I do want to. I do want to talk about that game, Cole, because I didn't really watch much of it because I was out and about doing some other stuff, like going to the the TCU Baylor game. But they did. They did whoop them, didn't they? Like UCLA yeah, dude, beat the crap out of USC. USC. Like, what, what happened? Like, what did you see? Um, I mean, I, I've heard a lot of stuff just inside the locker room. I've heard things like that, that Lincoln Riley just completely has lost the locker room. Um, that's one thing I heard. And I, I think that it was like very apparent yesterday that the football team was just not like there was no discipline. Like you think that their defense has been undisciplined throughout the season. You should have seen yesterday because UCLA does not have a good offense and they put up like 40. Yeah. Um, like you at UCLA is a good defense and they shut Caleb Williams down. Like they didn't do anything on offense. Um, and it just, they just looked disorganized. They couldn't tackle. Um, they weren't, they weren't making the correct reads on defense per usual, but it just looked 10 times worse. It looked Dude, 10 I'm, times worse than anything else I've seen. I'm kind of, UCLA kinda... should not have won by that much. Yeah. 18 points. Yeah, yeah but if you were if you were watching the game, it felt more like 30. Like the amount of turnovers that they they were Marshawn Lloyd had a ridiculous fumble like at the 10-yard line. Um UCLA didn't convert like a ton, but oh. when they were in the red zone, they were. And uh yeah, they just looked disorganized. Yeah, they won by 18, but it felt like they won by 30. It Dude. was one of those Dude, you you want to know what they're? Have you seen their schedule next year? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna have a losing season. Listen, listen to these teams. They start out the year playing LSU in Vegas. Um, they play at Michigan versus Wisconsin versus Penn State at Washington at UCLA, and then they round out the season versus Notre Dame. And then they also yeah. play like some other teams in there, like Nebraska and Rutgers, like mixed in there. But damn, dude, I'm you, like I, I really, I really don't know if, like, looking at that, like, what, 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 where, what is, what is the route that Lincoln Riley takes, bro? Like, I don't know. I can't tell if he's just gonna bolt for the league and like try and go make his money while he can, dude, or if he, he stays there, or if he stays there and then just goes seven and five every year, because that's a crazy hard schedule, dude. To hire yeah. a legitimate defensive coordinator because uh, he needs to hire new everything. Because yeah, as of right now, it's just USC. He's not going to last long there if he keeps doing that. Welcome he's on the same this. exact trajectory as uh, yes, yes. We can see you. We're talking about SC UCLA right now, bro. Fine, I do that. My Wi-Fi is going out every thirty seconds. I'll join. <laughs> say something. It'll kick me out. Sorry. Sorry for the. Unprofessionalism, GW. I apologize. Bozo. It's okay, yeah. man. I, I won't hold it against you. Dude, this was the episode I really looked forward to most because, one, my team fucking won. So that's good. And I fuck, fuck Lincoln Riley. Uh, <laughs> so that makes me happy. Two, Just coming uh, out swinging. No, fuck him, dude. Everybody was like, you know, I think it's like bittersweet for me because it's like, you know, they said, oh, this is Chip Kelly's career on the line. It's like, great, I want a new fucking coach. There's no way Chip's going to end in the Big Ten. But also at the same time, I'm like, dude, Caleb, he had, like, decent stats, but 
that's like the least amount of points besides the Notre Dame game that SC has scored all year. Like UCLA's defense mm-hmm. just fucking shut them down. You know, it's like UCLA did not have a good offense. They have a fucking trio of quarterbacks who can't even get their fucking offense going. But all they did is they didn't turn the ball over, and they fucking shut down the SC run game, which is already shitty. But they did great. I mean, I'm super happy about it. But now my only concern is is that is that like UCLA's like, oh, Chip Kelly, you know, he beat SC. Oh, Chip Kelly beat Cal. Oh, Chip Kelly won the Rose or won excuse me won the bowl game. So now you're looking at a nine and four season. And everybody's gonna be like, "Oh, keep the fucking guy again." It's like, "Fuck, bro!" It's like, yeah, that's always tough. You know, you never want to see your team lose, even if you don't like, like, oh, totally. Like with the Jimbo situation, I was like, "I am the biggest A and M fan you will ever meet." Yeah. And no matter, I like, regardless, I want to see those boys win, and I want to see them be good. So it's tough. Especially I know the position in, you're in. Yeah, in the rivalry game, I was like, you know what? You know, best case scenario, they fucking win. And hopefully they still fire him, you know, at the end of the season. Like, let the guy finish out the season. And then, you know, like, the rumors are going to – UCLA is going to go after Jonathan Smith, uh, the, OSU, the Oregon State coach, which I think would be a great hire. Or they want uh, – Ishmael was the OC already at UCLA before. He's really changed Arizona, Arizona's program around. But, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, going to the Big Ten, you know, playing Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, you know, Teams like that, and obviously you play SC, and you're just like, dude, they need to fucking change their culture. You know, I'm tired of this mediocrity. You know, every year it's like, oh, if UCLA goes above six and six, it's like it's a good year. It's like, no, dude, like, you're fucking UCLA. It doesn't matter the sport. You're an athletic house, you know? It's like, change the fucking culture, Chip. Do something, or fucking get out. You know, it's like, you haven't seen the Chip Kelly Oregon style of offensive play calling. You know, you're seeing the Chip Kelly fucking San Francisco 49ers play calling, you know, you yeah. fucking, like, I've been irritated, but, you know, I want to change, and I think they might struggle next year, in the, you know, the first year in the Big Ten, and they truly don't know their quarterback, plus a lot of their best defensive players are going to draft, it's like, yeah, I don't know, you said they might struggle next year, but, you know, I'm happy they fucking won, I had a, I had a glorious day of betting, I went seven for seven, started the day, one for one, like, dude, fucking, I know we're not getting the tubs yet, but great fucking day. Super happy for my Bruins, but Chip, you still got to go. So that's that's all I got to say. Fuck Lincoln Riley. I was I was just telling GW while you were like disconnected that while UCLA only won by eighteen, it felt like they won by way more. Like the the eighteen point win does not do it justice. Like how much they dominated that game. Well, I mean, one of those touchdowns was a fucking the DB just completely. The guy scored a seventy-five yard touchdown. Yeah, you know, another one was a bullshit. You know, six minutes left in the game. Like Caleb's, like, well, maybe one more fucking touchdown for my career. It's like, no, you still fucking dominated that game from the start. You know that first drive when you know it looks like you know Caleb might be starting to drive. You still stopped them on third and one, fourth and one, fifty, and then they go down with a six-play drive to you know just start to lead seven-zero, and then they get fourteen-zero. I'm like, this team fucking they came to play yesterday. I'm like, where yeah. was this fucking, you know, mentality? Or where was this fucking, you know, de- like, I mean, not defense, excuse me. Where, like, this offense, it's like, UCLA could have won, you know, at least another game or two if they just did not turn the fucking ball over. So, yeah. But, dude, also, it's just like, it's just the nature of rivalry games. Like, usually your yeah. team's going to be so much more likely to show up during those games, like, regardless of who you are. Like, 
We talked about it a couple of weeks ago with like Texas and OU where like it doesn't necessarily matter if one of them is having a bad year. Like they usually show up and it's like a one at most two score game. Um, A&M, like I feel like you guys have like kind of built a little bit of a rivalry with LSU over a couple of years, like in the last decade. And like usually for that game, I always see both sides show up regardless of who is having like a better year. But yeah, I don't know, dude. They, they, I was telling Cole, like, I didn't really watch the game because I was like out and about, but I just saw the score. And even though I picked USC to win that game, just because I thought Caleb Williams would be the difference maker, I was kind of happy to see them lose just because my, my Bruins, my Bruins, dude, I, I got yeah, to pull for the Bruins, bro. I, and I also hate USC. So sorry to, I apologize to Carter. Uh, we love <laughs> Well, I think that uh, this is a good time to uh, give the soapbox over to Luis and let him boast about the Horn Frogs a little bit. I mean, I'll I'll boast just because, like it, like we beat our our biggest rival, which is cool, I guess, and like we stomped them. But uh, again, like it, it, you know, just based on how this season has gone for us, it's it's just one of those consolation wins. Like we, yeah. we have a really hard task in front of us next like this Friday, uh, going into Norman. Like that's a, a place that we've never won while being in the Big Twelve. So it's it's win or go home at this point. Cause if we win, we go to a bowl game and like maybe we set ourselves up for a comeback in twenty twenty four. But uh, I, yeah, there's not much to take away about us like beating the shit out of Baylor. Like Baylor's three and eight now. Like they're a program that's been going downhill ever since they won the big 12 i don't know what happened to them like i truly don't dude like that that might be one of the programs where like for for winning a big 12 title and then going on to win their new year six bowl i think they i forgot who they beat but they beat ole miss they beat yeah yeah, i think it was ole miss they beat ole miss in their new year six like they had a really good uh what was their record like 12 and 2 or some shit like pretty good season and you would have thought yeah, you would have you would have thought that they could have taken that momentum and just fucking rolled with it, but now it's been like two years of just mediocrity for them. I hope that isn't what happens with us because I we're kind of in a similar situation, you know, coming off of a playoff win and like going thirteen and two and like having a really good first season with Sunny Dykes and now we're fighting for bowl eligibility. I hope that isn't the route that we take. I don't think that's the route we take just because we've always been a program in a, in a university that takes like football a little bit more seriously, I think. Um, and like, I, I truly believe in like our athletic director, like if, if things don't go well, like he's not going to hesitate to get rid of people or pressure Sonny Dykes to get rid of people. Like I've been saying for a minute, I think we need to get a new defensive coordinator. Cause even last year when we were good, but the defense just like the secondary is just, it's just not there, dude. It's yeah. not, the, to the quality of a team that is going to consistently be top 15 or top 20 every year. So, I mean, it was a good weekend. We beat our biggest rival. We beat him at home. Hoover looked great. I think he went like 24 of 30 for 412. So, I mean, he shows promise. He might be just, he might just be our dude going forward next year. Um, I could see a scenario where Chandler Morris maybe just goes into the portal because he's just over it at this yeah. point. Um I don't know, dude. I'm I'm kind of I've mixed feelings on that just because I do think he's a good quarterback and he has the potential to be fucking like insane, but he just hasn't gotten the luck. Like goes he luck just hasn't gone his way like at TCU. So 
I could see a scenario where he dips. Who knows? Maybe we go into the portal, try and get someone else because Dykes has always been like a, a a transfer portal like QB hunter, like where he goes in there to try and look for someone. But we'll see, man. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, at least it was a good weekend. At least we won, and at least we know we're not like the worst team in the Big Twelve, and like we're not to that level just yet. You know, with like the Baylor's and whoever else is down there right now. Um, but yeah, it's just. It's just the nature of the Big 12, though, isn't it? It's just fucking a bunch of homeless dudes beating each other over the head with sticks. So we just have, just like I said last week, we just have, we just happen to be the team that, that got the swing this week. Jesus. You're not wrong, though. Fuck. No, I'm not. Because you could, you could easily make a case for, like, BYU potentially beating Oklahoma State this weekend or – Texas Tech, maybe they upset Tech, or sorry, Texas Tech almost like could upset Texas, and who knows, bro? Maybe the Frogs get a W in Norman too. Like fucking, it's just football. Like it's weird. Like things happen. Although I doubt it. You know, I just Dude, I'm yeah. with that. I'm with that take though. I think not that specific take, but what you just said. I'm like, it's always fun to watch the Big Twelve because you never know who's gonna do exactly that. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's- it's almost frustrating. Like you never really know, like if you're really that good, because the next week you could just be totally flat, and then the other team just have the best game of their life. Usually, like Kansas State against Texas. What are you doing? Yeah, kick the field goal. You were dominating them in a sense the whole game. You send that into two overtimes. I don't know what. Yeah, and then you call that play at the it end did. of the game. Foolish. Uh, I, that would have derailed Texas' season right there. Dude, it, it, it should have. And honestly, there's maybe two other games where that could have happened too with Texas. I keep coming back to Texas and how I think like they're still, in my eyes, a little bit overrated. And it's just because they keep escaping from these like teams they should be beating by multiple scores. And they were beating by multiple scores until they give up their lead in the third and fourth quarters. And it happened with Houston and it happened with K-State. It happened with TCU even last weekend. We should have beaten them. That's uh, what I'm saying. How do you – how do you – legitimately say that that team is one of the four best teams in the country. You can't do it. I think think roster-wise, they're one of the four best teams. Like, you could make that case. But, like, looking at them, like, they don't – I sound like such a hater and I sound like like I'm biased and maybe it it is biased. Like, whatever, I'll acknowledge that. But I just see it, like, with my eyes and they don't pass my eye test at least. Like I no. see these other, I see these other teams like Ohio State and Michigan and Georgia and uh, fucking Oregon and whoever else, Florida State even like, and like week in week out. Sure, maybe like at one point in the season they had one or two games where they were like struggling a little bit, but they look better. Like if you look at them with your eyeballs, like they look like a much better football team. And what I'm scared of is that Texas. All they have to do is really beat Texas Tech at home, which is not a big challenge, and then they maybe have to beat Oklahoma State in a conference title game, which you can maybe make the case that Oklahoma State upsets them, but that should be a team they handle as well. And They, they haven't play. played this year, have they? They, they haven't played each other. Mm-mm. No, no, they haven't played each other. But, I mean, shit. I like, I mean, I like, yeah, I mean, I like that better that, if, I don't know, obviously the Cole wants Oklahoma to, to slip over OSU and play uh, Texas again. But – I actually I don't. Like, I think that the most likely scenario is that is that Texas loses and Oklahoma gets in and plays probably Kansas State. That would be. I would love that. I would love that. The um, here's my take on this, Cole. You know how you do your, your you do your bold takes from bold. 
right? Yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a bold take from Chip Jelly real quick. I think that my horn frogs go in and they go to Norman and they fucking pull it off. Hoover. Josh Hoover is him. I, I already said, I already said that game could go either way. Like, it just depends on which Oklahoma team shows up. There's been two Oklahomas this year. Yeah. Well, hold on, hold on. They're just inconsistent. Another thing, too, is Dylan Gabriel going to be healthy? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So here, here's the thing. Oklahoma could – TCU could win by, like, three, or Oklahoma's going to win by 30. That's that's what's yeah. going to happen. It's totally true. So I, I, I want to sit here and tell you that I think Hoover is going to, like, throw for 412 again or something. But I do think there's a big difference in playing – Three and seven, th- now three and eight. Three and eight Baylor at home and an Oklahoma team that's vying for a, ti- a conference title game. Yeah. Um, I think most likely scenario, even if Dylan Gabriel isn't healthy, I would probably lean Oklahoma in that game. But if you were to give me like a line that's like Oklahoma minus 13 and a half or something, right. I might I might be inclined to like what to like take us to cover that. Just because, again, like it's just the nature of the conference and how wild it is and how close some of these games have been. Um, yeah, I, I can't say I really watched Oklahoma this weekend. I know Cole was going through it again for a hot sack because you sent me like 20 texts in a row while I was hammered. It's and all, inconsistent. All I, all, I, all I fucking was reading was just like, oh, my fucking God. Oh, my fucking God. We're done. This is it. Like, we're done. And I'm like, dog. And then I, lo- I was like, oh, wow. Like, is Oklahoma about to lose this game? And I look at my phone. And it was like a tie game, and like midway through the third, I was like, "Bro, you need to like relax." Trezo, <laughs> Where, where's Emma and Trezo? Are they safe right now? Dude, seriously, uh, dude. I think I, I think they're asleep in the living room. <laughs> well, I'm glad that they're not being held hostage. But uh, put them to sleep. <laughs> what? I mean, no, I'm sorry. I was so fucking iffy with my Wi-Fi. Have you guys? Did you guys talk about Florida State? No. No. <laughs> Something you got to talk about. They're done though. With no friends or not fucking Francois. What the fuck? Jordan Francis. Or, Fran- Jordan, no, Jordan, Jordan Travis. Travis. Sorry. Yeah. Dude, his leg looked like you a said Francis. Francis and yeah. I was thinking. Dude, of Francis. I you guys said it was Jordan Travis. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's done. Oh, that really fuck up. They might not. I mean, they're gonna go to the ACC championship, but they might not fucking win without him. No. This is white dude. Which is dude, they almost fell apart. They yeah. they were losing the first half. Yeah, I just I don't know, dude. That's, I don't. Yeah, don't that ACC. opens up a spot right there. Well, hold on, hold on. Do we know that for sure though? Because like, who like who does Florida State play next? And then who are they playing in the ACC championship? Uh, I think they're playing Duke. They might be playing Duke. Dog, they won fifty-eight to thirteen. He got hurt at the end of the game. Yeah, but like, you really so, think that's a reason for them to leave them out, even if they finish thirteen and zero? No, that's that. I'm saying that's not going to happen. You don't get held out because your quarterback got hurt. But yeah. <laughs> obviously, if they win the next two games, they're in. But I don't think it's going to happen. Oh, they yeah. play Florida no. and then Louisville. Ooh. And Louisville beat Notre Dame, so Louisville is number nine. Yeah, yep. I, I, I don't. Louisville. I don't see a world where they where they beat Florida and then they go beat Louisville. I could be wrong, but on their backup quarterback, that's tough. Well, that's I don't tough. know who the backup is, so because Florida's also been one of those teams that 
showed up one week and disappeared the yep. next week. So it depends on on who they're going to be when they. But that's a rivalry game. That's a state rivalry game. So we'll see what happens. I, I'd like to think Florida would get up for that game, but oh, and you that never game, know. Florida. Mm-hmm. Hey, you going to the swamp? It's it's Trump Gator time. Baby. It's in the swamp at yeah. six o'clock on Saturday. That game's gonna be electric. I guarantee it. Damn, yeah. should we make that should we make that our our sixth pick got Colin Chase? Because I know we were Which game? over over the San Jose. I, I like that better. Florida State at Florida with a backup quarterback. That might be an interesting game. Yeah, I like game. that. Yeah, let's do that. I like that. Right. Well, I'll 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 write that down for later in this in the episode. As much as I like, uh, you know, San Jose State and uh, UNLV, I just don't think that really anybody gives a shit about the Mountain West. So, yeah, I don't think that's a that's primetime football right there. It is, but got a lot of love for some my boy up there, so I like him. Oh, you got a you got a buddy on the team or something? My buddy's a he's a quarterback there, so and he's got oh, okay. well, well, there yeah. you go. I mean, garbage. He's garbage. Too funny. Uh, yeah, it's a good weekend of college football, man. A lot of good games, and I mean, fuck Washington. Just they're they're finding ways to fuck win. I told you, didn't I? Did I not tell you that? I said they they look like a team that even though they are not blowing everyone out, they just know how to fuck win. Underdogs. They were underdogs in that game. They covered. They covered and they won. They were oh. underdogs at some point against North Alabama. No, no, no. They were underdogs against. Uh, they played Oregon State. Oregon State, bro. About I'm looking at fucking Florida State schedule. Sorry. Oh, yeah, no, we're talking oh, about Washington. Yeah, no, I'm talking about Washington too, but I just looked at I was looking at the wrong schedule. Get with yeah. it, bro. Idiot. I I like well, I like Michael Bannis. Yeah, Michael Bannis. I said at the beginning of the year that that Bo Nick and the Heisman he did his thing last night. Um, Dude, the winner of that. Pac-12 championship game, the quarterback of that team is going to win the Heisman. Uh, totally. totally. I just think whoever it's... wins that game, whether it be Bo Nix or Michael Penix Jr., whoever wins that game is going to win the Heisman. I yeah. agree. You don't, you, don't, you don't think there's a scenario where, let's say, or because I've been saying, in my opinion, I think Oregon will win out and probably beat him in a rematch. Just I think I, so. You know, the rematch so usually too. tend to go in in the direction of like whoever lost the first one, and also especially if it's close. And also, I think Oregon is like more well rounded. But you don't think there's any scenario where Michael they like Michael Penix still gets it even if they don't win the Pac-12. I, I don't think pretend, you, it depends on the voters, bro. But well, I mean, it's looking like is my question. Dude, I don't Do think what? that you can justify that. I think that if 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 Bo Nix comes in and beats them in the Pac-12 championship, number one and two in Heisman voting, I think that you've got to give it to the winner of that game. Yeah, I don't know. Bo Nix is also forty-five years old. He's been in the in college football <laughs> since we were in middle school. And, yeah, um, he deserves something at this point. He's put his body through everything. I don't know what that dude did, but Bo Nix at Auburn and Bo Nix at Oregon are two different animals. Yeah. Because from week to week, you never knew what that fool was going to do. He could come out and be a star. Or he could be like third string quarterback mentality looking terrible. I remember the last time we played Auburn with Bo Nix, he was awful. He was giving us touchdowns. I think we had like two or three defensive touchdowns in that game because he just decided he was going to give us the ball. 
So I don't know what he did, but he uh, he's starting to figure it out a little bit, I think. Well, I, I will I will say before we jump the gun, Oregon Oregon still has to get their last game of the season. They have to they still have to get past Oregon State, and I know it's at home, but that's like that's not a given. Dude, they're good. Well, you just saw what they did last week against Washington, and that's a, another one of those in-state rivalry games. So uh, see, that could be interesting. That'll shake a lot of things up. So Bonix uh, has 35 tubs and two picks through the air. Here, Luis, I'm I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at his stats right the, their stats right now. Michael Penix leads the nation in yards, passing yards at three thousand six hundred ninety-five. Bo Nix is in fourth at thirty-five hundred. So however, however, Bo Nix has the highest completion percentage in NCAA football at seventy-eight percent. Um, he ha- he's averaging more yards per per throw. He has five more passing touchdowns. He has two interceptions to Michael Penix's seven, and he's been sacked five times to Michael Penix's seven. His QBR is or his rating is also one ninety one compared to Michael Penix, which is one sixty six. Okay, so I'll so, pose you this question. So I'll pose you this question. It appears that Michael Penix Jr. is not as statistically like statistically better than Bo Nix. What passing, if I don't think so. No, I, I was saying I was agreeing with you because Bo Nix is leading yeah. him in touchdowns. He has less interceptions. He's been sacked less, and like whatever you just said about like most yards per throw or whatever. I'll pose you the reverse of what I originally had asked. What if there's a scenario where Washington just beats him again a second time, but Bo Nix gets it? It's tough. I don't think it happens, dude. It's yeah. I don't think you can justify. It. I think that it would have to go to Michael Penix. Is there is I'm gonna say something real quick. Is there is devil's advocate? Is there some way that that Jalen Daniels gets Heisman? There's no way. No, no. I don't. Is that LSU quarterback? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I, I think we're at a point in college football where before you could have done that, like being like a Lamar Jackson on a Louisville or et cetera, whoever else. But I think we're at a, I think we're now at a point where they're gonna vote for. A player that's in the playoff. That's probably but, uh, statistically, Jalen Daniels is actually playing better than both of them. That's what Ooh. I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's like you got to think about that. Jalen Daniels, his team record's not as good. Like you know, a couple of years ago, you know, you give the Lamar. Lamar was like nine and four that year. He knew shit. You know, it's like. But now all you're seeing these past few years is like. The, the guys getting the Heisman is, I mean, like, I mean, last year, Caleb wasn't in. Yeah, the fourth finalist was Caleb Williams and then three dudes in the playoff. That's what I'm saying. So, at least, I mean, Jalen should be at least I know he's not going to be a dog. Yeah, he will be. Yeah. Damn, so, yeah, I mean, I'm looking at his stats. Yeah, he's damn, he's got a thousand, he's got, he's rushed for a thousand yards as well, and he has ten touchdowns on the, on the ground as well. That's like, that's damn. like the lead. Back in the nation, kind of deep, a thousand yards. You know, that's like a hundred yards a game. You know, that's like it's fucking yeah. insane for that. So I don't know. That it might be there. I don't. I don't. He'll be in New York or whatever. Maybe yeah. I think he's got to be there, but I don't. I don't think he wins it. I yeah, can see. I be... can see them doing four finalists again. But who's the fourth? Blake Corum. Josh Hoover. Jesus. Uh, it, it'll. 
It'll be it'll be Jalen Daniels, uh, Michael Penix, Bo Nix. It'll be those three. They yeah, wanted Mike Caleb. Not after the stop it. You don't like JJ McCarthy? No. Maybe. I mean, JJ McCandoff. Dude, that needs a come on now. What do you go five 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 <laughs> or whatever? Like forty yards that last game. The, the, maybe yeah. they throw Quinn Ewers in there just for the brand because they're biased. <laughs> throwing you, throwing You've seen crazier things, bro. Yeah, but it's crazy. Like, it's like also like fuck Caleb Williams. But if you look to his stats this year, they're identical to what he was last year in his high. You know that? Yeah. So there's like, hey, I mean, four guys, and you might as well make. How many times? How many guys have won it twice? One. Uh, just yeah, it's what's his name? Barry was bro. it Barry Sanders or? There's one I can't think of his name. Bo. He played at Oklahoma. I'm pretty sure the guy that won it twice was he played at Oklahoma. No, it was Oklahoma State. It was Barry Sanders. Barry Sanders, yeah. So yeah. Fuck Kate. I'm on the Browns. <laughs> um, Luis, what else do we got on the schedule? We got a we got some more um, time. Well, I was going to say, if you want, we can, because uh, we didn't recap last week, but we can uh, recap. It's Archie Griffin, Ohio State. Yeah, he Griffin. won it back-to-back years in 74 and 75. Well, yeah. someone else did, too. I'm pretty sure Barry Sanders did as well. Nobody has won it back-to-back besides Archie. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. No, he was just on the NCAA cover. 74 <laughs> and 75. Yeah. Okay. Damn. We'll see. Should we uh, hop into a little bozo tracker, Luis? Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say because uh, we didn't get a chance to uh, <laughs> we didn't get a chance to review the bozo tracker standings last week. Mm-hmm. Um, GW, I'm sure you're familiar, I guess, with like the format we use here, where we'll just like make no, our. Pick. I couldn't. I never really figured out what it was. Well, I didn't really look too uh, hard into it, but I guess just to like give you a little bit of context. Um, let me know when everyone can see my screen. It's basically just draws his agent, dude. That's fucked up. Hey, hey, hey. so to establish some context, we're like we'll we'll make our picks every week, and then um, obviously, like we'll we'll award ourselves reward ourselves a couple of bozo points just um, you know to keep ourselves a little bit accountable. Uh, this week, week twelve, um, we appreciate we oh we appreciate Chase's donation. To the Bozo Bank. Uh, Chase, do you have any uh, comment? Dude, what's I, the criteria for deciding this? I need to know because this looks well, a little bit undecided. Uh, for, every game, for every prediction we get wrong. How do yeah. I get 20 points? I went five for six. Well, last, <laughs> night you, last, last night you agreed to take an extra 20 for the boys. Oh, you know what? Yeah, I was actually – no, I did act like yeah. – yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just fucking with you, Chase. We actually – we actually – Actually, only added one for you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> was, no, I he just looks a little better. I can't see him, so he's a. Uh, I, I can't see your reaction, Chase. But uh, good shit this week, going five and six. Thank you. Cole, Cole went three of six, but he did instigate a bloodbath last night between Chase yeah, and Thanks, Martin. Cole. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I, I did a pretty good job instigating a, a solid fight last night, so I'm pretty proud about that. I think that I should get one point taken away. I disagree. No. Bro, you. <laughs> You fucking caused like a fucking natural disaster, bro. God, Hunter, dude, it was so bad. 
GW, for a little bit of context, we won't tell exactly like the story about what happened, but something happened between between Chase and one of our other buddies last night, and uh, I just started instigating it, and one of the guys said something that they definitely don't uh, mean, <laughs> and oh, immediately like Luis and I immediately Luis and I were texting each other. We were like, dude, let's instigate, let's instigate, let's instigate. And then the second he said what he did not mean, he, what's it called? Luis and I started texting again and we were like, oh fuck, where's the fire extinguisher? Like, we need to stop this. We need to stop this right now. Right now, put an end to it. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it got personal or what? That's that's messed up. Yeah, man. They're, like, they're like telling me that He's saying stuff about me, which he didn't even fucking say. So then I start tripping back. <laughs> dude, that's prime, Luis. He's been doing that shit for years. No, dude. On the no, contrary. Don't even try to on contrary, Dude, on the contrary, I was going to say, if anyone deserved the blame last night for escalating that shit, it was fucking oh. cold. I oh. just kind of fucking yeah. stood by and laughed at it. I didn't do shit. I was just fucking having a grand old time over here getting sauced in Fort Worth, bro. I did not do anything. Chase knows that I did not do anything. Hunter knows that I did not do anything. But it was this cold final straw that he fucking threw in there. Um, if you know, you know, for Hunter and whoever else that's listening. But, yeah, anyways. <laughs> all love, Hunter, all love. Anyways, uh, fucking uh, speaking of the other end of that bloodbath, Hunter had a, a nice week. He went 5-6. Um, Parker went 5-6, made a little bit of comeback. Brayden had a three of six week. And then Emilio is not on the Bozo tracker, but rough week for Emilio. He did go, I believe two of six this week with some of his picks. So hopefully he'll get him. Give him some back. He's a good guy. No, No, I love Emilio. I was Emilio's first friend in America. He didn't speak English when I met him. I had to teach him. (laughs) He's not lying. (laughs) God dang. That's hilarious. That's awesome. Uh, oh, God. All right, Luis, you want to uh, go over our picks for this week? Yeah, we, we got some uh, some interesting matchups and then some just, you know, pretty good games that are coming up. I, I want to start off this week. Um, let's start off with this one. You, we got UNC at NC State. I believe both teams are 8-3 and three now. I believe that UNC may or may not be ranked anymore. I don't know what happened in the latest AP poll this morning, and I know the playoff rankings aren't until later in the week, but um, I figured that'd be a cool game to pick just because, you know, in-state rivalry, um, both eight and three, both, you know, vying for for a better bowl game potentially. So, yeah, if anyone wants to kick us off, go for it. Well, That game is um, NC State, right? Yeah. Sorry, Chase. No, yeah, I, a- I'm. I still am gonna go UNC. I think North Carolina is still. They've had a tough schedule this year, and I think that like their three losses or however many losses they have, I don't think it really reflects like how good of a football team they are. Um, and I, I think that NC State is. I don't know. They're still a good football team, but I think UNC is overall the better team, and they should win. I will. I will say this. Because uh, I was looking at UNC's schedule because I just wanted to see like where those losses and wins came from. And currently, they're on a four-game winning streak. They beat Clemson, Miami, Wake Forest, and Virginia Tech. And the Wake Forest and Virginia Tech ones, like they beat them by like twenty plus. Or and then actually, NC Virginia State, Tech, right? 
not yeah, UNC. I'm talking about NC State. Yeah. They did. They did, okay, yeah. they did beat Clemson and they beat Miami. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the line's gonna be for that game. Um, be like, Sorry to cut you off. I'm gonna say it'll probably be like. That's what it will be. It'll be a close one. I think it'll be a close one, but I'm I'm still gonna pick Drake Mays that difference maker for that game. So I'm probably gonna go UNC as well. You know what, man? This is a battle for North Carolina. It's a, it's a rivalry. You know, it's like, I mean, it's not like a significant game in college, like a huge impact because neither of them can really, you know, make make anything out of it. But rivalry game at home. You know, NC State's not a bad team. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Wolfpack. Love it. Like it. GW. UNC is coming off a tough loss to Clemson at Clemson. I think what they lose by eleven. Mm-hmm. Um, the- I thought they. I thought it was like thirty-one twenty. I, I could be right. wrong. Um, hey, look. That's tough. Like it's a battle for North Carolina. Uh, yeah, I don't know a whole lot about either one of these teams. I know my boy Haynes King went into a Georgia Tech Stadium and, and beat the, the Tar Heels. I don't know why we ever let him go, but <laughs> we'll see we'll see what happens there. I, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go UNC. I'm taking Mac Brown and the Tar Heels. Yeah. Mac Brown maybe. You realize this is not the Mac Brown from Texas. You know this is no, Mac- the Mac Brown from North Carolina. This Mac is the Brown- upgrade knows what he's doing anymore. This is the region. Wolf pack. This is the resurrection, Mac Brown. So, but yeah, get into what you were saying, bro, about how you're not familiar with the teams. That's what this is all about, bro. We're just a bunch of idiots trying to talk like we well, know. Well, that's what I've been saying since the beginning. I don't know. I have, I have... We don't know shit. All right. I'm throwing, I'm throwing darts in a dark room here, and we're going to see what sticks. Dude, seriously. Um, all right, our next few matchups... They could be close. They could be blowouts, but they I think they'll make for fun matchups. Alabama is going into Auburn for the Iron Bowl. I know Auburn hasn't been too crazy this year, but it's it's a good game. The yeah. Iron Bowl sometimes, sometimes not. But, Cole, I know you just did something with your hands over there, so what were you going to say? I mean, I'd love to take an upset pick. I would love to say that Auburn's going to win this game. It's at Auburn too, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, dude, I would love to see Auburn win that game. Um, unfortunately, that goes against what I picked for my playoff picks. So mm-hmm. because of that, I'm going to say Alabama. Yeah. I, I, I personally think they're going to roll them. So, yeah, I'm going to just stick with Bama, go with the conventional pick. This is in 2013 where, you know, shocks the fucking world. It's not going to happen again. Other at home, but Bama's going to fucking roll. So you got to go Bama. Yeah, it's not a question for me either. I think Auburn's quarterback is fraudulent. Uh, Bama finds a way to win every week. I think Nick Saban's a wizard. I know you don't like Jalen Milrow-Louise, but he's a dog, and he does just enough to win. And I think, well, he's going to do more than just enough to win this game. It's not going to be close. Well, I, I want to say something real quick about Jalen Milrow because I might – 
owe him an apology because I did. I, I think maybe even Cole joined me in on shitting on him after the Texas loss, and then even for like two, three weeks after that. Yeah. When he started playing again after the other two quarterbacks got a little bit of playing time, and it turned out that they were ass. Um, he has looked a lot better, and I, 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 got, I think I got to acknowledge that because when he was when the first when the season was first starting out. I still think I was justified in kind of shitting on him because he didn't really look like the normal Alabama quarterbacks that you're used to, like the Mac Jones and fill in the blank with everyone else they've had over the last 10 years, Tua, whoever else. Um, but he's looked good. He's looked uh, he's looked a lot better. I think maybe he just needed a couple games to get his, his shit rolling. So, yeah, I think that's, that's why I said earlier, I, I think they're going to roll him, but we'll see. But the next matchup, we got your boys – GW, we got uh, we got the Jimbo uh, Fishers, Aggies, uh, rolling into town to play. Jimbo Fishers is his playing the Tigers in Death Valley, playing Jaden Daniels too. Oh, you want me to go first? Well, whatever, whatever you want. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I really don't know. Um, let's see. I know where my heart is, and uh, I think my brain might be in the same place, but <laughs> I really like our defense. I don't know. If we can keep Jaden Daniels in the pocket and get some pressure on him, I think we're going to break him in half. Um, as long as we don't give him too much time to throw down the field. I don't know. I don't like that we're on our – third string quarterback with a offensive line that is uh like a sieve because he's going to have no time back there. LSU is going to be pissed off about us ruining their run at a SEC championship last year. So we'll see what happens, but I, I got to go with the eggs. I got to take my boys. I, I can't, I can't bet against them. I respect, I respect the loyalty. I'm the same way. I, I respect the, the loyalty there, but you said it. The Aggies are on their third-string quarterback, and I think that you could pressure Jaden uh, Daniels. I think you probably will, but at the end of the day, he's still going to make plays. I mean, and they're still going to put points up on the board, and I don't know about you, but I think that the Aggies are going to struggle to put points up on the board. So because let of that... Me, let me add and, this. I, I think... I think our defense will keep it close enough and give us an opportunity if we can score to win that game. But it's just a matter of – I don't think it'll be a blowout by points. any means. Well, bro, it, it'll, it'll, it'll be a 10-point ten, ten game maybe. But I, I think LSU Yeah, whichever takes way it. it swings, I think it'll be close. Yeah. Uh, so I'm with you on that. Death Valley for a reason. So, dude, <laughs> fucking just – No, you can't contain Jalen. I, I like you, buddy. I'm a big fan of you, but – there's no way you're at Death Valley and just don't get fucking stomped. Uh, Jesus. I'm sorry. I really – you... I, I respect the passion. I respect it. I, I like – You're awesome. I'm a big fan, but I just – I can't take your Aggies going to Death Valley. They're going to get fucking mauled. Oh, God. God damn it. There's no holding back. No, I'm no, no it's, it's fine. It's fair. That's fair. Yeah, we may need to clip that if the unthinkable happens. Dude, oh. 
there, uh, weirder, that, weirder things that could be worth uh, 35 to 40 bozo points. <laughs> if, if the yes. outcome is the other way, yeah, do we want to we want to make like an on the spot decision for that chase. Like if Agreed. if they lose after you said that they mauled, do we do you want to take like a double bozo or what do you think you deserve for that? Five. five and five. if I, I think they, it's worth at least ten. And if they that win was... by twenty, you back five. <laughs> so the oh, okay. rest of us, huh? So then what about for the rest of us? Because I, I haven't made my pick, but just to let you know, I also think that LSU is, is winning the game, but I could see You didn't come with it with as much passion and certainty, though. You know, he, yeah, he's well, you know, out of the blocks you know on that one. You know what? I'll give you that because I'm not going to be suffering from five buzzer points of A&M upsets. He's then, shot so. out of the blocks with that. I think we should. I, I think we got to increase that number, though. 20 plus, like, I don't know if that's considered a mauling. Bro, a, t- a fucking tiger is gonna maul them like a fucking gazelle, dude. It's gonna be a twenty-point win in my book is is getting mauled. So I, I yeah. So thank you. There's That's three scores, bro. Yeah, that's three I, I scores. Think twenty. I think twenty plus three scores. I think that that's enough to chase. You lose, like you get like five or six bozo points. And if the and if A and M wins, t- give me five bozo points. That's fair. <clears throat> okay. All right, looks like it's settled. Well, the who next knows? One. We can see we can see beautiful Max Johnson coming back to take on his old team. I don't know how hurt he is. I don't know. I don't know what the protocol is. I think he broke some ribs against uh, whoever we played before Mississippi State. But if he's back against the Tigers, you might be you might be in for some bozo points. Dude, honestly, yeah, that, that'd be so funny <laughs> after Chase just came out like that, if that were to happen. <laughs> Passion on that, bro. Like, that was, like, that was pretty, like, fire. I'm sorry, GW. I didn't mean to. You, no, you. It's, I get it, man. I, I understand. <laughs> it's like, it's no, fine. I, was, I was aggressive. I, I, had a, I had a rough night. I'm sorry. I got a lot of bent-up anger. He's still angry. Chase He's aggressive. aggressive. We've, we've all been there. I, I don't hold it against you. <laughs> all right. What's the next one, Luis? All right. The next one, um... We got Oregon State at Oregon in-state rivalry. Um, Bo Nix against DJ. No need to think Oregon. Yeah. Oregon. Oregon State's already eliminated from the Pac-12 championship. I mean, I mean, I know they play Washington stuff, but Oregon has to win out. They have to win their Pac-12 championship to even have a chance for the playoff, which I think will happen. So I just, They're so I got, good. Oregon, Oregon's going to win. They're so good. Yeah, I agree. Dude, give me DJ and the motherfucking Beavers to ruin Oregon's season. Look, I hope not. I don't want it to happen either, but I got that feeling, and uh, that's what I'm going to roll with. You think you just, just you no? Know, you know that game's in Eugene, right? Dude, that's on the spot. That's that's where uh, that's where memories, dude. This they're going to be talking about this one for a while. Shit. Right. It's gonna okay. shake everything up in the college football playoff this year. Yeah, dude. No, I, I really hope. I like that. I really hope not because that would mean Texas gets like a little bit closer. We'll, we'll, we'll get there, but uh, let's see. I, I I like. I was sitting here. I was listening to y'all, and it it, it came into my head. I'm I'm taking the Beavers. <laughs> I like that. I love it. Well, shit. 
All right. <laughs> we'll see how that one goes. The fifth one is what we were talking about earlier, Florida State at Florida. Um, looks like they won't have Jordan Travis unless he miraculously gets like a titanium shin bone put in in the next no couple days. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> Bozo. I'm taking I'm taking Florida. Yeah, it's in it's in Florida or it's at Florida, right? At Florida, it's in the swamp. Yeah, Florida. Yeah, uh, I don't know who Florida State's backup is, but he's no Jordan Travis. No, or else he'd be playing instead of Jordan Travis. Uh, I think my boy Ricky Pearsall is gonna have a two touchdown game, and the the Gators are gonna take it. There you go. Oh, I I wanted I wanted to pick with you guys, but I think this is the one game I'll go against. And I think even with a backup, whoever the fuck that guy is, I don't know anything about him. I don't even know who's what his name is. I don't know what grade he's in. I don't care. Um, I, I'm gonna roll with Florida State to beat the shit out of them Gators that uh, Chase loves so dearly. Apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I yeah, I could be wrong, and maybe that quarterback is the difference maker. But I, I have a feeling I, I like this Florida State team. I still think they have a really good shot at the playoff, and I think this is where they're going to show everybody we don't need Jordan Travis to still look good. So I'm gonna ride with the Seminoles. Respect his name, Roadmaker. His, yeah, his name is Tate Roadmaker. That's sick. That means they're winning now. That's a sick <laughs> name, bro. I'm I'm reading this right here and it said road so they were down thirteen to zero when Jordan Travis got injured and he scored fifty eight unanswered points to win the game. I, who are they playing? They're pl- what do you mean? Who did they play? Uh, they oh, played like playing... Northern Alabama. North Alabama. Oh, that's a little yeah. less impressive then, but still Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's less impressive, but Roadmaker, bro, that that name right there. He he's got to be good enough to to put on like at least a a decent performance. Yeah, yeah. Don't know much about Luis, it. You, but I'm, I'm, Luis, you, I'm Luis, Roadmaker. You, we lost you for a second there, but you're riding with Roadmaker. I'm riding with Roadmaker. All right. All right. Well, the, uh, oh my god! Oh my god! They're playing with injury. Oh my god! I was I was looking up this Tate Roadmaker yeah, dude. His leg they, looked they, like a pretzel. Oh my god! They they just played Jordan Travis's injury in front of me. Oh my god! I hadn't seen it in slow mo. I just saw it live. I didn't see it in slow motion until just then. Dude, it was that's uh, bad. Alex Smith esque. Yeah. Yeah, that was bad. He's Jeez, got a long okay. road to recovery. So. uh Dude, I felt bad last night. Before we get into this sixth pick, uh, last night when we were in that group chat, someone sent a picture of it, and I ex- I meant to put like the little exclamation point emoji, oh, yeah. and I put, put the, the laughing face. it's right next to it. Like you can check, bro. I'm not lying. I know, and, I know. And the laughing, the it's... laughing, the laughing like emoji or like uh, reaction thing is right next to it. <laughs> what, is it? Oh, yeah. what the fuck? Why is Luis laughing at that shit? <laughs> Oh, but anyway. You're a sick son of a bitch, bro. <laughs> What's the last one? I think so. All right, the okay. last mat, the last matchup. This is this is huge, huge implications, bro. We got the Buckeyes and the Wolverines finally playing each other for the game, the game. Yeah. This is where yeah. this is where uh, our playoff predictions are basically made 
or broken. So I said it at the beginning of the year. I made two takes. Bo Nix was going to win the Heisman, and Ohio State was going to win the Natty. I'm keeping those dreams alive. Give me Buckeyes by seven. Where is the game? It's in Ann Arbor. Don't matter. Don't matter. I think it does. It doesn't matter. I think it does too. Luis, are we both going for it? Well, I made my playoff prediction last week, and I have Michigan as like the number two or three seed. I've been saying it. I think Michigan is going to go on to the playoff again and rectify their performance last year against TCU. I think they've been thinking about it. They're also incredibly good at stealing uh, plays, stealing signs. (laughs) Um, they they know how to win, and just like our our good friend Mr. Jim Harbaugh right here was telling us last week, we're winning. They're winning, so <laughs> I believe the trend will continue on Saturday. I think is when the game is. I like them to uh, seal their their spot in the Big Ten championship, and then probably position themselves to be in the fourteen playoff. So I'm riding with JJ. Yeah, and I'm, a, I'm gonna go, and I'm riding with the Sign Steelers at Dude. all costs. Jim's going to be sitting on his couch in Ann Arbor watching the Buckeyes smack his boys all over the field. I'm going to Ohio okay. State by two touchdowns, baby. Damn. I don't give a shit. I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm riding with you, Luis. Even though, even though I feel like Ohio State might win, I hate them so much. Give me the Wolverines. Cheaters. Give me the Michigan Wolverines, bro. Hold on, Cole. Did you put? Did you? Did you even have Michigan in your playoff? Nope. You had Ohio State, didn't you? Yep. So you just changed your mind. Yep. <laughs> All right. Cool. I like changing it. Changing my mind. Michigan, baby. There's no. There's no rule against that. I guess you. I'm could riding with it. Portnoy. I'm riding with Portnoy. Yeah, that's a great guy to ride with. Honestly, uh, Portnoy can still suck my dick, and and so can Brandon Walker. But Brandon Walker also has no idea what he's talking about. I think he's delusional. That if if we ever get big enough, I want to challenge him right now. He's just clickbait. I want to I want to challenge Brandon Walker right now. Like if we ever get big enough, I, I want to challenge him to a boxing match. I would love to just sit there and fucking slug it out with him until he dies. Um, so yeah, I'm ta- we're, we're he's an idiot, that, and, and so we're is Casey him. Smith. Casey Smith's real. dumb as fuck too. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't she an A and M like stand though? <laughs> yeah, she is, but she talks shit about us for the clout online, and I think she's dumb as fuck. Well, uh, yeah, I, I, I was gonna say the same thing. I think that's why she does that. Is she just does it for the clout? But exactly, forget that. I'm off that. She's a. Uh... He said. <laughs> All right, yeah, we're no tagging both of them. <laughs> I'm I'm challenging Brandon Walker. Oh yeah, dude! Like it almost happened like the two weekends ago when Hunter and I went out to the barstool thing, and he definitely saw us when we were both screaming at him, and he just gave us the dirtiest look ever. But he'll remember my face when I'm fucking throwing haymakers at his chin. So Jesus, that's all. Uh, I dude, he's say. probably got he's probably got an iron chin. He's not gonna go down easy. He probably has a fucking cowbell that he puts in his back pocket where he just fucking needs it to cheat with or something. I don't know. But whatever. Fucking. They ain't cheating on anything. They're historically, not historically, but they have had one hellaciously bad season. I mean, they're just hurt, like historically. Yeah, but they were trending in the right direction, and they lose the pirate. They lose Will Rogers. That's just a string of horrible, horrible luck. 
I, I feel yeah. bad for those guys yeah. over there. That's a trash university as far as I'm concerned. So fuck well, fuck I don't them. disagree, but you don't you don't wish that on anybody except maybe yeah, the long true. ones. But uh, we won't get into that right now. Tub time. We can make a Tub whole episode week. about. About 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 hating UT, I agree with that. I could talk for six days about that shit. (laughs) Probably longer. (laughs) All right, Luis. Oh shit. Uh, yeah. I I I guess I'll go first. Um, my tub of the week. I had another fun weekend. You know, it was good to go to the Carter again, see a good Frog W finally. Um, against our hated rival Baylor. Fuck them. We beat the shit out of them. I got sauced with uh, my boyfriend after that and then witnessed a, uh, a bloodbath that was instigated partly by me and Cole. So that was, uh, that was also kind of funny. I apologize, Chase. Hunter was just really really just in, in a fucking sicko mode or something. But yeah, well, there's, rep- there's reparations for Hunter to pay. So that's all <laughs> I'm going to say. Um, Hunter has reparations. I think I have reparations to pay too, if I'm being honest. Yeah. You guys really fucked up, but you know what? I'm a forgiver, and I'm a, I'm a forgiver, and I love you guys. Hunter, love you, but don't do that shit again. And with that being said, my tub of the week is my mighty Bruins storming into the Coliseum and fucking just making Caleb look like shit, making Lincoln Riley cry. Caleb, go to your mom. Go fucking hang out with your dog because you don't fucking run. Have fun in Chicago. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, slide off of that because that's kind of my tub of the week too. I mean, Chase knows I grew up a like huge UCLA basketball fan. I used to you know have season tickets with my dad. Used to go every week to, to the UCLA basketball games. Um, we had tickets right behind John Wooden growing up. Like being able to interact with him was one of like the coolest coolest things in my life. Great memories of, of that, like with my dad and my little sister. Um, so I've, I, I've hated USC way longer than this past couple of years when Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma for them. I've hated USC for a while. I've always said my hate list in college sports is Texas, USC, and then Ohio state. It's those three. I can't stand any of them. So to see UCLA go in and just absolutely dominate SC. That was so cool for me to watch. I love that. Amen, brother. GW, the man. Tell us tell us how your weekend went. Hey, my well, weekend was the highlight. Was awesome. I mean, got to see uh George Strait at Dickies on Friday night. I've been waiting a long oh, time to do sick. that. And then I'll kind of Move away from football here. My my Texas A&M Aggie men's basketball team, 4-0, number 13 in the country. We're looking to make some waves this year. So uh, we'll see if we can keep playing that buzz ball and uh, make some noise, win the SEC, and make a run at the title. A little March Madness. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Love that. All right, well, well that's, uh, I think we can wrap it up at that point. We're about an hour 15 in. We actually went a little bit longer this time. Yeah. GW, thanks, man. Five. Thanks for having me, y'all. Uh, yeah, dude. Anytime you want to come back, just let us know, and we'll uh, we'll hop on and do it again if sometime. My, uh, if my boys can find a way to uh, send some bozo points y'all's way, <laughs> then uh, maybe I'll be back next week. 
I'll pop in. Good there luck, we go. Good luck, good luck to your boys, but <laughs> death, death and Death Valley is what's going to be the headline next week. So good luck, brother. <laughs> but pleasure, pleasure meeting you. Pleasure having you on here. I, I hope to hope to see you next week or you know sometime. Yes, in your sir. Career. Great to meet you, Cole. It was nice to meet you as well, Louise. Yeah, man. Always a good time. Well, as always. Um, if you guys are still listening, we appreciate it. Um, to anybody that you know is consistently listening, thank you very much. Uh, putting a lot of time and effort into this, so we always appreciate any support. Uh, especially you know interacting with us on social media is helpful. Um, thank Andy, you guys, Chef Andy. Chef Andy. Yes, shout out. and shout out and shout out Carter too because he's always interacting with us on Instagram. So we appreciate that. Oh yeah, Timmy too. Timmy's been yeah. awesome interacting Timmy. with us on Instagram. So, hey, hey last but not least, cool. I gotta say one thing. Go Tigers! Go Tigers! <laughs> Thank y'all. Take care.